Section 24 of The Complete Works of Braun the Iconoclast, Volume 12. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. The Complete Works of Braun the Iconoclast, Volume 12 section twenty four reference has been made by judge gerald to the pathetic tragedy in bronze life because of the loss of his daughter the burden of sorrow which he bore is beautifully revealed in the following account of that tragedy which was written by bron the last lesson is there no stoning save with flint and rock yes as the dead we weep for testify no desolation but by sword and fire yes as your moanings witness and myself am lonelier darker earthlier for my loss poor in gold and goods yet richer than fancy ever fabled in home and happiness the young father toiled and hoarded his scant wage the little mother denied herself a thousand things that women covet and they said it is for her our inez our fairy queen her feet shall find no thorns in life's path a father's strength a mother's love shall fill it with sweetest flowers beautiful to their eyes and other eyes was she as grecian sculptors dream and still more beautiful when childhood's early years flashed by and the bud was bursting into womanhood's glorious bloom no crowned empress so imperial seemed yet pride so womanly and softened by such grace that each and all yielded sweet allegiance to her sway and they would sit and watch her at her books or play drinking with greedy ear her admiring teacher's oft-told tale of triumphs won in classroom were on the green and watched her comrades loving subjects they weave crowns of flowers for her fair brow and hail her queen and so the days went by toilsome yet happy days until when scarce passed to her teens the youthful swains began to sigh for her and bashful cast their tribute of flowers such as they knew she loved into the open door then blushingly retreat fearing cold comfort from her imperious eyes and one there was of her own age who seemed to haunt the street until the mother noticed it and said daughter what does he ever near the house and the father fretted and spoke harshly of the boy and sharply to his child saying you do encourage the little fool to haunt the place speak to him no more and the daughter made reply father i never spoke to him nor he to me and she arose and taking her music roll went forth and the boy followed her our daughter deceives us cried the father fierce with rage and he followed the twain you have deceived me daughter his voice was sharp and quailing before his wrath as though it were a blow she gasped oh father and returned with him in silence to their home and the little mother fretted and lectured her but she sat silent brooding upon the great wrong 
and the queenly eyes were full of tears that seemed frozen by her pride and could not fall they never fell the gust of anger from the doting father's lips the breath of doubt of her dear word and her little heart seemed broken quite the world seemed desolate the father's good-night kiss the mother's tender solicitude were in vain the wound was too deep to heal and while they slept and dreamed sweet dreams of her fair future she poured her heart out to the good god who never doubted her and leaving a little note that was a wailing cry of hopeless pain passed by her own fair hand to the great beyond and the father kissed the dead lips of his first-born and knew that he had killed her and ever in his heart there is a cry i killed her and night and day that cold sweet face doth haunt him and day and night he hears that piteous cry wrung from his child when he broke her heart oh father and ever the little mother's lamentation goes up to heaven our house is left unto us desolate end of section twenty four recording by greg giordano newport ritchie florida